I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And a good Saturday morning to you. Kind of chilly where we are. And if you happen to have any kind of a, a car care question, you have to bring in your vehicle for your any kind of service uh, to your favorite shop or your favorite dealer. You want to know what could be ailing Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician from Lloyd's Automotive, is going to help us out like he has so many years here on uh, WCC. Good morning to you, Dan. Good morning, Denny Long. How are you, sir? I'm doing quite well, thank you. Nice and cozy inside, and as I hope you are. But I, I would imagine, what was the what was the uh, business like at Lloyd's this uh, past week? I'm thinking, you know, cold weather stuff has been up and down this uh, this season. I'm sure you you and your crews have been pretty busy with with th- that issue. <laughs> we have, and this morning will be no exception, will it? It is plenty chilly out. Uh, I did drive over to Lloyd's to do the show this morning, and uh, and it is pretty crisp out. And, and the slush that once was on the roads has gotten pretty crunchy. Yeah, you're right. It's, in fact, uh, it's slippery, too, in, in certain areas of walks and uh, driveways, so be careful out there. I I was thinking, I'm seeing and hearing more stories about people thinking, well, I'm just going to run in here for a minute. Uh, of cars being stolen, uh, somebody is going to walk their dog and uh, warming up the car before they go to work. And in the seconds, that car is stolen. I'm hearing more and more of stories of that. So don't do that. Yeah. I mean, it's very tempting to to warm up the car when, you know, it's five below zero or whatnot. But uh, not not with an end result like that. So. Well, enough of this soapbox, but uh, I, w- I wanted to uh, get your take on things, how things have changed over, well, just in the last year and a half or so with the automobile uh, industry. And there's a uh, the big Chicago auto show. I mean, I wonder what that's like these days. Well, I think, I think what I'm hearing, Denny, is that it's good news. That Oh, uh, good. First of all, that it's happening <laughs> yeah that's true it, good point because they have not been happening and and uh and so i think it's good news that uh that uh it, they're able to get together and, and have an auto show and it sounds like it's going on relatively normal can compared to you know what we've been going on or what's been going on for the for the past couple of years but i find it interesting that it seems like this year the rage is all electric vehicles and uh that's what everybody's talking about and uh I think, to my surprise and maybe yours, it seems like the electric vehicle industry is is going to uh, come at us a lot more quickly than I thought it was going to, and the manufacturers seem to be pretty excited about it. 
No, I totally agree. And looking at the magazines that I get and, and uh, talking with you, uh, and I didn't think it was going to be this quickly, but you're right. I mean, I look at the publications alone, and th- that seems to be that's the full thrust already. Vehicles, trucks, uh, cars, trucks, any kind of vehicle are really coming to the foreground much quicker then, you know, what What are they talking? 2035. By 2035, we'll have no internal combustion engine sold or yeah. manufactured. But, yeah, really fast. Now, what does that mean for somebody like you and your crews? I mean, you, you guys service uh, electric or hybrid vehicles, do you not? We do, and we have, and we will. And just like every other thing that came along in history, it'll be an evolution that we'll keep up with. Um, you know, when cars switched from carburetors to fuel injection, everybody thought that was the end for the car repair shop. The cars wouldn't break anymore. And when they, when we uh, everything went computerized, we thought that was it. The cars wouldn't break anymore. And and it's just not true. You know, it, it uh, anything that's a, that has a moving part, that moving part is susceptible to uh, having trouble. And so electric cars will be no different. They still have brakes. They still have suspension. They still have, you know, power windows and locks and everything that, uh, and wipers and everything that a conventional internal combustion car has. So I still suspect there'll be plenty of work uh, for us. And the the um, one that gets me thinking most about this is that Ford has been so bold with their F-150 pickup. Yeah. They're, ap- they're absolutely convinced that they're going to be able to to convince, uh, you know, the whole construction world that the F-150 is, that they're going to be able to to convince, uh, you know, the whole construction world that the F-150 is going to be the best vehicle. The electric F-150 is going to be the best vehicle on the road. And, and so we'll see. We'll see how they do with that. That's... Uh, that's, that will be interesting. If they're able to get that crowd on board, then it's absolutely going to work. Not that we need more speed because I see more people uh, blowing past the speed limit like you, I know you have too. And we've had comments here on CCO on the text line about this, so many speeders. But getting back to the electric uh, vehicles, they're fast. I mean, we're talking like 1,000 horsepower in some of these well, trucks. Well, they can be. Yeah, yeah, they 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 certainly can be, and and you know, they're, they're not all going to be built like that, right? But but uh, but they can be, and and so I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm excited for it, and uh, I don't have mine ordered yet. I'm not that sold on it, but no. but we'll see how it goes. Well, what do you think? It's hard to to guess because we don't have a crystal ball. By the way, if you have any kind of a car care question, I want to give you the phone number. It's also the text line, so whatever is easier. Any kind of a car care question you want to talk to the man here, Dan Burns, uh, 651-461-9226. And keep in mind, Dan's going to be gone here in about 30 minutes, so don't wait if you have a car care question. 651-461-9226. You don't foresee the internal combustion engine going away real fast, right? Well, it of course won't. You know, it's now it's, you know, Pretty much all all of the vehicles that are being sold, or, or statistically, it's all of them. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, those cars are going to be on the road for twenty or twenty five years. So, you know, they're not, they're not, they're certainly not going away. And uh, the internal combustion engines not going to be going away. Uh, you know, for a long time. Uh, that's for sure. So, 
uh, and by then I'm going to be pretty old, so it probably won't make any difference to me. I'll be I'll be getting a ride in one. I'm not sure I'll be driving one. We'll see. Well, let's wait and see. All right, let's uh, hang on. Uh, if you uh, have any kind of a car care question, as we said, call it in or text it in, 651-461-9226. It's now six below zero in the Twin Cities. We hope to make it to six above later. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO, stay with us. Had a good Saturday morning to you. Six below zero here in the Twin Cities. Danny Long, along with ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Where exactly on uh, Grand are you located, Daniel? Well, you ha- you'll have to find us uh, this week, Denny. We are at <laughs> nine eighty two Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. Uh, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or you can give us a call as soon as this morning, 651-228-1316. You're right. I'll be there this week. And as I leave, drop off my car, I'm going to be uh, finding breakfast and other shopping because it's a great avenue to do that. So it makes it makes it all the more fun. Uh, yeah, we'll get you Dan's number here before he leaves us today, which is about 745. So, uh, Dan, we have callers. We have texters. Back to work. Mary Lou is first up here calling from St. Paul, I believe. Mary Lou, thank you. What is your question for Dan? Well, this isn't a question. This is a compliment. Last Sunday, my 99 Honda, which was locked, was stolen from my church parking lot. The police found it, took it to the impound lot. I had it towed from there up to Lloyd's. They checked it over and put in a new ignition for me because the thieves had punctured Mm. the ignition. And yesterday when I went to pick up the car, they were so kind that I walk with a cane. They brought the car right up to the door so that I wouldn't fall on any ice while I was going to get in my car. And I just wanted to say I am so pleased with the work that they had done and how kindly I was treated. So I thought Dan could use a good word. Well, you're right. Well, how positive I, is that? Huh? I sure do appreciate that. That's thank, thank you, Mary Lou. I really appreciate you calling in with that, and and uh, and that's nice. That that is how we like to treat people. That's how we want to be treated, and uh, and I in the world. And I hope that it continues to go that way. But do you and your crews are have always been that way as long as I've known you. As far as uh, you know, that that's you remember how in the old days. Uh, uh, especially women would be a little intimidated by bringing their cars in for service. That doesn't happen at Lloyd's. You never see. No, that. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're pretty comfortable coming here. And you know, it's, what's it, what's it? The golden rule, Denny: treat oh, others yes. as you want to be treated. Absolutely, and you guys do it too. Thanks, Mary Lou. Absolutely true. Jerry is also calling from St. Paul, I believe, this morning. Jerry, you are on with Dan. Uh, thank you. Good morning, Dan and Denny. Uh, Dan, I have a 2016 RAV4 hybrid, and I want to change the uh, 12-volt battery myself. Uh, Is there any special battery uh, that I need to do that on on that RAV4, or is it just uh, dimensionally uh, that if I can get a new battery in, everything is okay? Yeah, no, the the starting battery is a conventional uh, 12-volt battery, and, uh, you know, if you go into any any uh, parts store to get the battery or, or a battery shop, wherever you choose to get it, you'll find that they can look it up by application, and the application that they offer you will be you know, exactly what you need uh, 
to put the battery in. And, and it's on a hybrid, it's no different than any other conventional car. Uh, it's easiest if you are able to somehow keep the power alive, uh, which is what we do. <clears throat> we hook up a jump box to the, you know, to the car, to the vehicle, while we while we're disconnecting the battery, and that way you don't lose all your memory on your phone or not on your phone on your radio and in all of your settings. Uh, but you know, it's it's not not that important. It's just more convenient. Uh, to do it that way, but uh, changing the battery on a hybrid is no different than in any other car. All right. Very good. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, let's uh, grab a call from Joe, who is calling in from Monticello this morning. Thanks for waiting, Joe. What's your question for Dan? Uh, good morning, fellas. Uh, thanks for your show. It's really nice. I have a Thank question you. about a blower motor, and I don't know if, if you need the you know, the model of the truck or anything, but the the mower, if you put it in high, it'll turn off, turn on, turn off, turn on, all by itself. And I don't know if that's, I've been told it could be like a resistor or the blow motor itself or the switch. Uh, it could it could be any of those. Uh, typically, it's not the uh, blower motor resistor because if it's a blower motor resistor, what happens is it'll work on high, but uh, when you turn it to the lower speeds, it will not work. Um, okay, well, just that, to follow that, up, uh, it, it works on all the speeds, but it seems that typically if I have it on the high position, it'll turn off and on. I don't know. Right. Well, <clears throat> the high position is one where it's getting the most power fed to it, and so it's getting it's got the most resistance. And so I think what you're probably going to find is if you check the blower motor, and if you check the uh, switch, you're going to find that uh, somewhere along the line there, you're going to find a spot that's gotten hot. And you'll find that by, by actually seeing that the, the plastic around the connector has started to melt or it'll, it'll show signs of having been hot. And uh, when you find that, that's where your problem's going to be. I would say most commonly... Uh, with what you're describing, it'll be at the switch. So that's where I would look first. But it uh, could be anywhere along the wiring. And uh, it could actually be at the blower resistor if that's where uh, it has had a loose connection. And a loose connection, when there's a loose connection, that's what causes it to get hot because there's high resistance. And so I think you're going to find a hot spot. And when you find that, you'll solve your problem. All right. Uh, Dan, I want to remind our texters, we're going to grab your text questions right after we have a look at that forecast. So don't go away. We have a few more minutes, about 15 to be exact, of our Car Care Show. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive answering your questions as he's done for so many years. So stand by. I can say tell you it is a minus six, six below zero. That forecast straight ahead here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. We're around every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour. Denny Long here along with ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, right there in Grand Avenue. Dan, we have a bunch of text messages. Let's uh, grab onto before you uh, take your leave today. Here's one we get from, uh, from time to time. Years ago, if you were sitting at a stoplight for a long time, it was a good idea, Texter says, to put your automatic transmission into neutral 
Do you need to do that anymore, or should you? Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any significant advantage uh, to doing that. The vehicle is certainly designed <clears throat> to be driven with it left in gear, and so uh, yeah, I don't see there's. I don't see that there's any reason to switch it to neutral. I never have. Most people never do, and there's never any consequences to the transmission for for not putting it in neutral. It seemed to me, and again, I don't have uh, you know a driver's manual in front of me, and I don't remember uh, if it said it officially. But I thought that you had to have your vehicle in control at all times, and I because I remember that issue putting the car in neutral at a stop sign or a stoplight, saying no, can't do that. You got to be in control all the time. I may be just my yeah, memory may be. I don't Not know about that because when you have the clutch disengaged, you know, the manual transmission and the and the transmission in neutral, <clears throat> it would be the same situation. That's so true. I don't I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, but uh, but I don't think it's necessary either. All right, good. Thank you for that text. Uh, here's another one. Are there any service bulletins you're aware of the electronics uh, for the electronics on my new Equinox? Uh, PS, all sorts of problems. Have you heard or experienced there in the shop? about an Equinox issues? Uh, I, I'm Well, I, to answer their question exactly, I'm sure there's lots of service bulletins regarding the electronics on an Equinox or pretty much any car. Uh, so <clears throat> that's a great resource. We use it all the time, uh, searching technical service bulletins that come from the manufacturer on known problems on cars. And it saves us, and you know, it saves us a ton of time. It saves customers a bunch of money by having that uh, information available to us. So, so I certainly would recommend that whenever you're having a problem, that that's a great place to start uh, for looking for a, a a solution. Okay, this texter has a 2015 Ford Escape, and this week they say the following lights came on my ABS. And traction control, along with a message that states, quote, hill start assist not available. Yeah, I wonder if the check engine light also came on, because oftentimes the check engine light will come on and it will disable the anti-lock brakes and, and those things. So that's uh, that's one problem that might uh, be going on. But at any rate, uh, the solution is to br- you're going to have to bring that into a shop where they can hook it up to their computerized equipment, scan your computers, and see what's going on. If the lights have been on, there'll be diagnostic trouble codes that are stored in there, and uh, we'll use those diagnostic trouble codes to get us pointed in the right direction uh, with coming up with the diagnostics on what's going on with your car. You're going to have to help me with this one. This is a 2000 Nissan Altima. It's a five-speed Texter says they had the neutral safety switch fixed. Uh, didn't start two different days so far. Can you explain what this does? Well, the neutral safety switch, uh, it's actually a clutch safety switch. The clutch has to be engaged when you go to start the vehicle so that it doesn't, uh, you know, on a manual transmission, if you don't have your foot on the brake and you don't have the vehicle in neutral, and you go to start the vehicle, it will lunge forward or backwards, depending upon what gear it's in, and that's not safe. So to keep it safe, they have a they disable 
the starting system unless you have the clutch depressed on most cars. On some cars, it has to be in neutral also, but on most cars, it's uh, just that the clutch has to be depressed. And it, if it's defective, it certainly will cause the vehicle not to start. If that did not solve your problem, then that's probably not what was wrong with the car. And, uh, you know, for us, if it does it, if it will actually act up, checking the starting system is pretty simple. Uh, we can put a test light or voltmeter down at the starter and see what's going on uh, when it acts up. And if we are getting voltage to the starter at the time that it's not acting up, then the starter is probably what's going to turn out to be the problem. But uh, you have to do some testing to be able to prove that. Okay. So here's another question, but it's uh, it's a fun comment. Uh, Texter says, I've had a 1979 Camaro Z28 since it was new. Most of the mechanical parts are original, like the fuel and oil pumps. 43 years, exclamation point. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've said this many times, uh, Denny, and, it, and it's just true. What we expect of our cars and what our cars are able to do is just remarkable. And so with our opening conversation this morning about electric cars, uh, the electric cars have a have a big shoe or, a, you know, they, they, they've got big shoes to fill with the performance of the internal combustion engine because it has just been remarkable. Uh, uh, you know, there, there's there's some questions about environment and things like that. But when it comes to performance, that we can start our vehicle when it's 25 below zero and we can drive our vehicle when it's, you know, 110 degrees outside and it works perfectly, that's pretty amazing. It really is. Uh, speaking of classic or older cars, do you and your crew see many of those uh, coming into Lloyd's, the old carbureted uh, type? Uh, of course, this probably isn't carbureted in 1979. Yeah. But uh, uh, what do you still see things like that? We still do. We still have a few uh, you know, regulars that have been bringing their cars here forever, and we'll still see them. It's certainly not the market that, that we're going after with our you know the future of our business the classic cars, but, uh, but we still see a few and, uh, you know, I'm old enough to have been working on them all my life. So I'm pretty comfortable with it, but, uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not what we normally do. Sure. We're talking about electric cars, among other things this morning. And this texture says, how long are the electric cars batteries good for? And what will be done with the old batteries? Good question. Well, that is a good question. The, uh, you know, the, the, I don't know what the longevity of the uh, batteries in an electric car are. The, you know, the high power batteries and um, the uh, future of of recycling uh, electric car batteries, I think, is very good because uh, you know the 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 unfriendly part of electric vehicles is <clears throat> those batteries are made from metals and of course metals have to be mined and uh, mining is not very, in, if, if you've experienced mining it's just not a very environmentally friendly thing to deal with or to see and uh, so that's you know the, the if, if they're able to come up with a way that the old batteries can be 
completely recycled and reused and mixed with other metals or mixed with other something and be reproduced using the batteries instead of disposing of them, uh, that'll be great news. And I think that will happen. Uh, and if they could come up with, with ways to use less metal in the batteries, that would also be a good thing because, uh, you know, like I say, mining is a pretty ugly thing that happens on this, on this planet. So, yeah. uh, but, but we'll see, you know, it, it's an, it's an ever changing and evolving, uh, thing that's going on and, and we'll see how they perform and we'll see, uh, how environmentally friendly they turn out to be. And, and, uh, I'm excited about it. I, you know, I think, I, I think it's going to be a good thing. And I think that as it evolves, they'll solve all these problems on the way. Very good. Here's a 2014 Honda Civic. It's Texas says occasionally when it's really cold, the starter makes a little sound when I turn it off. Uh, are there any warning signs before a starter fails is the question. Well, there are. And if it does it consistently, I would recommend that you bring it into your shop and let them take a listen to it. Uh, I'm wondering if the starter is staying partially engaged a little bit and uh, <clears throat> if the, the the gear that the starter engages with is actually touching it a little bit when he shut it off. And, and if that's the case, yes, it, it will need to be replaced or repaired. Um, but I think the best way to, to have that diagnosed is to have a professional put his ear to it and take a listen because uh, that could be that, that you're having a, a starter problem. Time for one more, and then we have to let you go. Are the service bulletins available to the public, Texter wants to know? You know, a web search would be the way to find them if they are. That's not how I find them. We subscribe to professional services that uh, make them available to us. Uh, We're very happy to help people you know, by sharing those service bulletins if you can't find them anywhere else. Or oftentimes, like even at the the uh, public libraries, they'll have access to some of these forums and things like that. But, boy, it's, it's pretty impressive what you can find if you do a web search. If you're having a problem with a car and you start looking, these chat forums and stuff will, uh, will, give, will give you an awful lot of information, and much of it is very good. Yeah, and I have found information off uh, the internet, like you suggested, on uh, on bulletins. There, there are uh, places I can readily find. So just Google your vehicle and uh, uh, and uh, go for that, and I bet you'll find something. If indeed there there are bulletins. <laughs> no, yeah, I uh, think, uh, the other thing you'll find, Denny, is it's overwhelming. It's like <laughs> for me, the, yeah. you know, the good news of somebody trying to find information about their car is they get too much information, too much, and yeah. it, it's overwhelming, and they end up bringing it in because they can't deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, if they do need to bring it in, Deloitte's Automotive. How do we do that? How do we get in touch with you guys? Come on over to 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right between Lexington and Victoria. The sun is shining beautifully here today, and it's a little cool, but that's okay. Uh, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call as soon as this morning. Big Nick will be here, 651 And I will see you this week, and we'll do another show next Saturday. How about that? Sounds good. Thanks, Danny. Thanks very much. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat. Jack, of course, from Haskell Straight Ahead. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.